A 21-year-old World War II soldier from the Ukraine achieved one of the most pivotal discoveries in the history of Mexico. He broke the code of the hieroglyphs of the ancient Maya. This is the story of Yuri Konosarov. Friends, welcome to the Mysteries of Latin America podcast. I'm Andrew Colon, your host, and in this episode we dive into the unusual story of how the writing system of the Mayan civilization was finally deciphered. We thank you for joining us in this, our second season of the podcast, and we invite you to subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and anywhere else you're hearing this right now so you never miss an episode and you can open the doors to the vault of season one of our story of the myths, mysteries, and legends of the Latin culture of North, Central, South America, and the Caribbean. Let's get started. Yuri Valentinovich Konosarov was a Ukrainian-born linguist and historian, born into a family of intellectuals back in the 1920s during the very beginnings of the Soviet Union. He showed early interest in history and languages and studied both at university in Moscow. A lover of Sherlock Holmes, he played the violin and was self-taught in languages, having learned to read Greek, Arabic, and Chinese on his own. His life took a sharp turn in 1941, when he put off his studies to join the Soviet forces during World War II. Serving as an artillery observer in the Red Army from 1943 to 1945, which was part of the defeat of Nazi Germany. It was in 1945 where Konosarov was in Berlin with the Red Army, where he made a crucial decision that would later shape his entire career and life. The Red Army rescued historical texts from the Prussian Library in Berlin, and from this rescuing, Konosarov came across two essential books buried in some boxes. One of them was in Spanish, and was called La Relación de las Cosas de Yucatán, or The Account of the Things of the Yucatán, and a facsimile of the famous Dresden Codex. The Account of the Things of the Yucatán was written by a Spanish missionary named Diego de Landa in the 1500s during the conquest of Mexico, and is a historical account detailing the cultures, customs, and history of the Mayan civilization in the Yucatán Peninsula. The other book was a reproduction of the Dresden Codex, a Mayan manuscript believed to be the work of several Mayan scribes and artists thought to have been created here in the Yucatan Peninsula between the 11th and 15th century. But since it was written in figures and symbols, no one had really figured out what it talked about. This marked the beginning of his journey into the world of Mayan hieroglyphs and the decoding of the ancient script. When he returned to the Soviet Union from Germany, Konosarov shifted his focus to ethnography, the systematic study of a particular culture or social group, and embarked on archaeological explorations in Central Asia. During this period, he also delved into the study of Sufism, the mystical aspect of Islamic thought. His diverse interests included psychotherapy and shamanism, reflecting a multifaceted intellectual background inherited from his family. Konosarov's pivotal moment came when he decided to explore Egyptology and hieroglyphs. This marked a turning point, leading him to develop a method to decipher the Mayan hieroglyphs in the book that he had. To study the account of the things of the Yucatan written by the Spanish missionary, Konosarov learned Spanish, and then he read the copies of the Dresden, Paris, and Madrid codices. Due to the Cold War, it wasn't easy for the researcher to travel to Mexico. So, 
all his research was conducted from Leningrad without leaving the Soviet Union. One important part of the method that he used to analyze the Mayan writings was his obsessive analysis of the frequency of how often signs and symbols were used. Unlike previous attempts by other scholars, Kanasarov realized that the Mayan language was composed of syllables and had about 350 different signs, which varied in style depending on the time period and the place, but there was enough consistency for him to detect important patterns. Understanding these patterns paved the way for his groundbreaking work. Seven long years later, in 1952, Yuri Konosarov published his findings on the deciphering of the Mayan hieroglyphs. He demonstrated that the glyphs used by the ancient Maya consisted of both logograms, representing complete words, and phonetic signs that represented sounds, and it reminded him of the Japanese language. This revelation was a breakthrough, and Konosarov's linguistic approach distinguished him from earlier scholars. You see, before Konosarov, no one had truly succeeded in breaking the code to understanding Mayan writing. The first to attempt it was the Spanish missionary Diego de Landa we spoke of earlier, who in the 16th century also ordered the killing of thousands of Mayan indigenous people in the Yucatan and Guatemala for heresy because they refused to follow the newly imposed Catholic religion. So as you can imagine, history hasn't treated him well. However, he did preserve some Mayan codices and wrote his book, which was instrumental for Konosarov's research. He also included a section titled Alfabeto Maya, the Mayan alphabet, which served as Konosarov's basis for deciphering the hieroglyphs. So he did have some redeeming factors after all. But why was it really important to know how to interpret Mayan signs and symbols? Why? because Mayan symbols and signs are all over the place in the monuments and relics of the Mayan regions of Mexico, Guatemala, Belize, and Honduras. Without knowing what they meant, the signs and symbols were beautiful and powerful, but their full meanings weren't known. Now we know things, like what the monuments were for, who or what they celebrated, when they were made, and even sometimes, who made them. Now the thousands of Mayan archaeological finds are beautiful, powerful, and tell us a wealth about the Mayan culture we wouldn't have known otherwise. According to Konosarov, the difference between he and his predecessors and contemporaries was that they were archaeologists, and he was just a linguist, which is why he says he succeeded. In his words, in reality, I did nothing. I just followed Landa, and that's how I succeeded, referring to the first book he studied from the Spanish missionary. In the vocabulary of today, he followed the data and shut out the external noise. Once his groundbreaking work was published and circulated in the scientific community, you would think that it would have exploded in popularity and would have been accepted and celebrated. <laughs> you would be wrong. Unfortunately, the research wasn't well received by international academics or prominent Mayan scholars. On the contrary, the stigma of communism weighed heavily and he was disqualified numerous times by prominent Mayan luminaries. However, back in the USSR, Konosarov caused a positive stir in linguistic and ethnographic circles, sparking the interest of thousands of students in the Soviet Union and generating new institutions for Latin American studies. But as time went on, things started to go his way. As other Mayan experts began testing his theories, 
they arrived at similar conclusions. And as more and more Mayan inscriptions were deciphered using Konosarov's techniques, the writings on monuments and codices began to correlate with known historical events and dates. He was right after all. Over time, as more scholars embraced Konosarov's methods, and as the Mayan scripts continued to be decoded, his contributions became widely accepted within the academic community. In 1991, Konosarov visited Guatemala and was awarded the Order of the Quetzal. On that occasion, he was able to visit the Mayan archaeological sites of Tikal and Huachactun. In 1994, the former Soviet soldier received the Order of the Aztec Eagle, the highest honor bestowed by the Mexican government for a foreigner. In his acceptance speech, Konosarov said eight words that now adorn monuments and institutions bearing his name in Mexico in places like Mérida, the capital of the state of Yucatán. What he said was, In my heart, I will always be Mexican. Konosarov passed away in St. Petersburg in 1999 at the age of 78. Today, Yuri Konosarov is acknowledged for his pivotal role in unlocking the secrets of the Mayan hieroglyphic writing system. His achievements, in deciphering the Mayan code, overcoming challenges, and contributing to the understanding of ancient civilizations stand as a testament to his remarkable legacy. When people come to a part of the Mayan world on vacation, the highlight for them can be visiting amazing archaeological sites like Chichen Itza, Goba, Tikal, or any one of the hundreds of vestiges of Mayan culture in our area. And either the tour guide or plaques and signs near them will tell you about what they mean and why they're there. And for that, you can thank a 20-something soldier from the Ukraine who figured it all out without having stepped a single foot here while he did it. That soldier, an ancient language codebreaker, was Yuri Konosarov. Friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Mysteries of Latin America. Be sure to share, follow, and subscribe, depending on how you're getting the show, so you never miss a single one and so you can go deep into our vault of podcasts and hear some of the wild stories of the myths, legends, and mysteries from North, Central, South America, and the Caribbean that we put together just for you. I'm Andrew Colon. Adios. Thank you.